0: Alright guys, welcome to episode 107 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. This week we talk about last week tonight, Hack Season 2, Elvis, and just the absolute uh <laughs> all over the placeness and you know last kaleidoscopic, yeah, just bunkery of it. Three-hour fucking biopic for Elvis. <laughs> um, and then good luck to you, Leo Grant. Um then we talk about the NBA celebrations. Uh, mm-hmm. talk about some great ones, some bad ones. Uh, then we talk lastly about NBA free agency and uh, why people get paid the amounts they do and trying to decipher whatever the fuck that Kevin Durant wants out of this situation. <laughs> out of life. <laughs> out of life, right. Uh, him, him and his non-existent fan base. <laughs> but first... usual we'll start with some things we've been watching playing mm-hmm. listening to whatever um but the first thing i wanted to talk about uh and, and hmm, i guess uh i'm actually not sure if this would fit best at the beginning but I, i'm just i'm gonna do it which is to say that uh as someone who you know in this category usually doesn't have a whole lot to add in terms of anything watched um <clears throat> i would like to call on uh, anybody who listens to send like a show or a movie for me to watch. And I will try and watch it and give my thoughts. So if you want to, if you want, you know, like recommendations, things you mm-hmm. think are good, things you just want to hear my reaction on, any of it, somebody should definitely give me something to watch. Cause like now I'm at a point where I just don't know what I should spend my time on. <laughs> <laughs> Like I know there's stuff out there, but like I just can't get myself to commit to any one thing. Mm -hmm. So if someone listening would give me something to choose from, that would be lit, and I will, I will definitely like I will start watching it the moment I get a suggestion. So uh, that's just a little call out to anybody, (laughs) to anybody here, um, to really give me something to work on.
1: Yeah, I'm. uh, Yeah, I usually have like a little like to watch list, and it's been growing like exponentially yeah i mean let me see yeah because i mean you know this week i'm you know, a little bit of a spoiler in a little bit but i finished hacks i'm finishing mm-hmm. barry and then I'm, I'm starting um the boys but even mm-hmm. then i have like um the dropout murder only murders in the building in the second season um what we do in the shadows is starting soon again there's a new sh- mm-hmm. show on hulu called the bear that's supposed to be really good Uh, Harley Quinn starts next month in July or this month in July. Solar Opposites starts again in July. So I'm like, and then the thing is that all some of these are like, you know, drop everything at once and then some Mm -hmm. of them are weekly. So I'm like, well, yes, I'm excited for Solar Opposites. But if it's like a weekly thing, then I just got to wait until like August. Same thing with the boys because the boys came back a couple of weeks ago. But I was like, well, I don't want to start it just yet because I got to time it just right. But I started it today. So I think if I I play my cards right and don't miss any days, I
0: should finish it right when the season finale airs next week. Yeah, so my thing is, is that, like, I, like, because I don't spend that much time watching stuff, like, when I look at the list of things that I've been like, oh, that's not bad. Like, I'm always like, but is it that the one I want to start? And then I never start anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, so, I'll go ahead and let you start with some things you've been watching. Yeah, so this week I have uh,
1: three movies, and then... Um... Two, uh, one show and the, the reason usually I don't have this many movies but the reason I have this many movies is just because um, you know the weekend just the way it shaped out in terms of the availability I was like well just at home and I was like well I don't have anything to watch so I was like let's put something on but I'll start with the the show and I'll do the movies depending on how much time we got but I'll start with the show and okay. it's uh, Hacks season 2 and okay. so I talked about Hacks last year um, I forget when but the season came out right around when HBO, launch, HBO Max launched and so I watched that because I heard good things and so they came back with a second season and the first season is about this like older comedian. She's kind of like a like a more famous Joan Rivers, I guess. Like, okay. Um, she has like a residency in, in, in Vegas and she's kind of going through the motions um in terms of her jokes. They're kind of just like simple, like you know, like the soft ball just like you know, ha like Vegas kind of jokes, right?
0: Right. Because if you're coming to Vegas to see someone, you're 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 like what's the word how i'm trying to think it's the difference between like going on tour as a comedian and mm-hmm. when they talk about like working out the material like when yes, you're working out yes. your material people didn't come to see you like they came to just be a part of the, any comedy
1: say that, that i life. watched. yeah exactly and she right. says that you know in, in the first season there's like a long montage where she's just like repeating the same joke over and over and over she's wearing like different mm-hmm. outfits yeah and so then um you know everything changes when this young writer young female writer sort of comes into her life and says hey look you know i'll help you punch up some punch up some jokes and then you help me sort of get back in the good graces. Cause I think something happened to her career. I I don't rem- really remember season one. But anyway, they end up working together. And season one ends where they go, they they realize they have to start a do a new a new a new set, right? They're gonna be like they're gonna go on tour and they're gonna do, do a set and like we're living together, like you know, we're working together, right. but it's like a deeper, you know, the friendships, right? It's like an older lady, like 60s or 70s, and then like a young woman, like late 20s. Mm-hmm. And so the second season, um, I was going into it expecting, like, well, how are they going to keep this up? Because, you know, the, the the magic of the first season is that they're so far apart on, on like, everything, right? And right. I think I mentioned on here that I love season one because it um, it gave them both points, right? Like, right. I think I love that. And I, I used to, say that I, that's like one of the things I've loved. Like you uh, said, Ava would say something. And I'd be like, hmm, no, she's right, Deborah. She's right. You know, she's, you got to change it up. And then yeah. Deborah would say something. We're like, yeah, but you never had to make it because, you know, it's not easy being a woman. And then it's not even harder being a woman in comedy. And I was like, oh, you know what, Ava? Deborah's right. It's, you know. <laughs> and so, and they, they're both extremely well-written that you kind of, you know, you're like, uh, that's good drama, right? Because usually in a, in a right. shitty show or like a less sophisticated show.
0: There's one an of obvious them would, right and an obvious wrong.
1: Exactly. One of them would be a punchline, right? One of them would be a, you know, the younger woman would be a Britta from community and the under, older woman would be the one like these kids these days, they don't, you know, all they care about is like saving the polar bears, you know, that kind of shit. Right. Um, and so the second season, I was like, well, how are they going to do that? Because that tension isn't quite there, but they somehow did it. Another tension is elsewhere, but it, the season was fantastic. And I was talking to my friend Kelly about it today. I was like, fucking HBO Max, man. They just went from like literally an all time comedy season in Barry to like when like probably all-time drama, just like an all-time season of television to an all-time comedy season with hacks season two, or at least in the way that I watched it. Okay. Um the jokes are fantastic. The characters are like really awesome, and there's some really great guests, um like comedic roles that aren't um too flashy, they're not like over the top where you're like, oh my god, is that guy? And he's doing a wacky role. They're like, they fit the story. Um, some smaller characters from last season are a little bit more fleshed out and they are given a little bit more screen time um but overall i really really like this season and it's, it's it's hard because i can't really it's like one of those comedies where you know it seems like always sunny which i love if i give you like if you give me like a minute i can explain to you like a couple of jokes and i can talk to you about like the dentist system or i can talk to you about when they try to leave the city and go on a road trip right mm-hmm. but for this all the comedy comes from the characters so i can't really say well you know there's a funny scene where she does this because you'd be like okay, but why is that funny? And we're like, well, <laughs> right. you got to know who Ava is to make it make sense. So all of the comedy comes from the characters and all of it is grounded and, and true. And they're like slightly more comedic moments that are like outwardly comedic, but they're always in service of, of the characters. Um, And so uh, just like Barry, um, eight episodes, each one is a half hour. I would say actually some of these are a little bit longer than a half hour, like, but not by a lot, like okay. 35 minutes compared to like 30. Um, But yeah, season one, Eight episodes, half an hour. Season two, eight episodes, half an hour each. You could easily burn through these in... I mean, I, I a person who only watches it, watches them like one a day, I burn through it in like, you know, eight days exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But if somebody wanted to, they could easily burn through season one on a Saturday and then season two on a Sunday. Or if you really want to, you could probably do the whole series in one day if you like really um, buckled down. And really wanted. didn't have shit else to do. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. If you really wanted to, to spend like, you know, 6 or 7 hours with a true like masterpiece of comedy. Um season 1 is fantastic. I'd probably say like a 9 or 9 out of, out of 10 like in terms of like a comedic season. And then I think season 2 is even better and I would give this like a 10 out of 10. Um and I was talking to another friend on Twitter and she was like I might rewatch I'm going to rewatch it because I'm feeling kind of down. And I was like, "You know what? I just might rewatch it. Like I just <laughs> might pop in a couple episodes here and there just because while it is very sophisticated dramatically and with you know in the development of the character arcs over the season it's also very light like it's a show that is not very heavy that you don't have to be like oh man like the comedy is you know it's dark but she's having a hard time with this or that it, it, it's it's a show that you come away feeling um you know l- you know happy about light about I mean, it, it's even i would say an easier watch than something like the office which sometimes you come away like damn that's but mm-hmm. you know it's it's um it's a great time and yeah so that's uh, hacks season two on HBO Max I cannot recommend it enough like this is like a, a like like peak television like you know like Community season two you know The Office season two Parks and Rec season two 30 Rock season one and three like this is like the peakest of comedy that you can find on TV um I cannot recommend it enough like it's like up there well Barry's a different beast because it's like like a television at this point it's pretty much a drama but I would say this is like the best in terms of what you can find on tv that is a comedy
0: Mm -hmm. the weird thing about Barry is that it is a like is I don't even know how to explain like like when I all right so when I tell the premise to someone out loud they just assume it's like just a super campy over-the-top comedy and it's Mm -hmm. like no, not really though. <laughs> like when I say yeah, it's like, it like it's an assassin who wants to be an actor. They're like, what? And you're like, no, but it's it's really like like it's not as ridiculous as it seems. Mm-hmm. Um so it like kind of tricks people, I feel like, just yeah, on the face yeah. of it. Yeah, um, I think um
1: Go ahead. you yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. I think that, that that's the same for, for hacks where I'm like, well, you know, it's just two comedic writers on Vegas, but I'm like, No, there's so much more, it's like an all-time great show, I promise.
0: Okay, so uh, especially since I, you know, there's no chance I'd have a suggestion. Uh, before next episode when this one airs, uh, I'll watch that. Uh, I yeah, should yeah. be able to start watching that on lunches and honestly probably finish it in a week or two. Um, oh yeah, it's
1: it, it's great and I, and, I, and like I said, I, I these days like I, I'm like you two where I'm like I just see so many I'm like oh, this one so shows it's like I, I forget what show it was but I'm like oh let me start the show and it's like six episodes and it's like you know one hour. One hour, fifty-seven minutes. One hour, and the finale, one hour and thirty minutes. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> right? And I know it's it's dumb to like cut off a show because of its length, but still, you see something like Barry, and you're like, episode one, 30 minutes. It's like a breath of fresh air. Same thing with Hatch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, even the finale is thirty-five minutes. I'm like, God, that's so long. But my goodness, you know, and and, and you know, and the credits are like five minutes. So you're like, I don't know. It's it, it for me. Like if a show is thirty minutes and it's like fantastic, I'm like, oh, thank you, show. You're, you're amazing.
0: That's the thing is, I do think, like, and we've talked about this before, if a show can be fantastic in 30 minutes, I think it will be better than the fantastic show in an hour. Because, you know, the time constraint makes things mm-hmm. tight. So, like, let's put it this way. Any two episodes I watch, I would rather watch two episodes of Barry than one episode of another show. Like, I'm getting so much in two episodes mm-hmm. of Barry. It is so tight. It's so quick. It hits everything perfectly. That's, uh, you know, how I feel. So, Hacks... Sounds like could be the same way at 30 yeah. Minutes. I'll definitely have to check it out and let you know. Oh, yeah. we so. do. Yeah. Hacks on HBO um, Max. Yeah.
1: Do you want me to go to another movie or do you want to do yours?
0: I'll do mine real quick. Okay. Which is while we're on the topic of HBO Max, um, you know, I've, I've, I've started, I've been watching last week tonight, um, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't been going back as far, uh, but I have been still keeping up with the new episodes. And I haven't been talking about it much, but like this episode specifically brought like, man, so it's, uh, I don't know. Did you happen to watch it? Uh, This past week? Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah. Okay. So the thing that's crazy to me is that I have, like the main topic of it, I have known that, I, I feel like I've known that it's been a problem, but also because it's always been that way since i've been alive it hasn't even remotely like seeing all the information out front was crazy which is to say that like living on the west coast is just an absolute just like what the fuck of like modern times which is that like like it is not really feasible to live out in like you know the the southwest coast right you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like like california Nevada, like all those places are just a fucking desert. And mm-hmm. we've basically just been like, it doesn't fucking matter. We'll make it work. And yeah. it's one of the like I've known it's basically a desert. And like whenever anyone has said, like, yeah, like it's a problem because there's no water, I'm like, like on an abstract level, I'm like, of course. You know what I mean? Like you're in a desert. But like, but like again since i've been alive it's just been like yeah it's just like a fucking giant city over there there's just a million people and a million things going on mm-hmm. like it's one of those things that's crazy but not a problem in the back of my head you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. yeah it's just the way things are people live down there somehow and like every year i hear about how people can't water their lawns but every so often because like yeah. you know what i mean
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you're you're listening, you didn't watch the episode. John Oliver goes into detail about like water in the southeast and sort of like how they split it up and the trouble people go through and sort of what people can do to, I guess, have some water because apparently there's like just more people and there's more usage and more water needed than there actually is water.
0: Like from the very there. beginning, like this yeah. whole thing has been like, even from the very beginning, the, they've calculated mm-hmm. the water incorrectly on purpose to make it seem like more people could be there. Yeah. And the thing is, is more shit keeps going up over there. And so the whole time in the episode, I'm like, where's the logical conclusion of this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? what my happens- parents,
1: yeah, my parents were actually in Vegas this past weekend, like, right when the episode came out. And I was like, oh, that's where they are. And I was expecting him to be like, Vegas is the worst offender of it because it's a giant fucking metropolis in the middle of, like, a literal desert. And mm-hmm. I was there back in February and then again in April. And it, it's literally, like, you you look literally every way once you get out or you get high enough, you, like, look every distance and there's, like, mountains, desert, mountain, desert, like, every single way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And then there's, like, a little, like, just buildings and shit. um. And then he but then he says, you know, it's actually Vegas has done a pretty good job. They've actually like, Vegas the is the water only water one seeing. actually trying. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you're gonna go like, oh, okay, good. Well, good on Vegas. Oh yeah. Right. But then all the other places are just like, Yeah, man, just fucking use the water. <laughs> it's like stop. Mm-hmm. Last. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just um it, it was just uh shocking to me, like because even though I knew all of those things, like I guess. I'd never really put them together to create the full picture of the problem. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. always been like, yeah, California, a lot of fucking people. And then also, like, yeah, it's a desert. And I've just never really put together, like, the conflict there um, until that episode. So it was really interesting to watch and see, like, all the shit that went wrong and how they're, like, people just continue to not care despite the awful problem coming yeah and yeah, uh, they and just the... kept
1: going yeah they're like we'll figure it out tomorrow that's a future us problem
0: <laughs> right just like you know the supreme court today but anyways uh <laughs> like, yeah it doesn't matter like we can just keep it going uh shout out to utah uh <laughs> in that episode but anyways uh that's all i've watched recently so uh what have what have you been watching
1: yeah so i have three movies and i'll go through these like pretty quickly i'll just kind of rattle them off um but the big one that i saw was elvis that's like the big movie this week yep and um it was a lot it was a lot it was uh so <laughs> i'll start with the so well, quick summary you know it's the life of elvis presley from when he like came onto the scene through when he died in 1970 something and it's told you know just kind of with a lot of plum and uh style by boz boz lerman and he did moulin rouge and he did the great gatsby movie in 2013 and then he did um the Romeo and Juliet movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes in 1996 or so. 1996, yeah, because it was before oh, Titanic. Okay. And so, you know, he always does like big flashy cuts, big camera moves. It's a lot of style, right? Right. Um, and so I, I liked it okay. I gave it a three and a half out of five on my Instagram reviews. Um, and I'll start with the good and then I'll go on to the bad or the stuff that I didn't quite enjoy. And the good is um, Austin Butler, who plays Elvis. He was fantastic. He was so mm-hmm. good. He was so great and like i hate saying when well, i hate to say that but i'm like it's unfortunate that i have to say that because it, that, that you know that all the oscars go to like people like, like people who are based on other people right like fucking right. Reese Witherspoon has an oscar because of that jamie fox has an oscar for that remy malik has an oscar for that i mean i just get this past year has one will smith has one basically anything that's like a biopic or you imitate right. somebody else or you act like somebody else pretty much gets you an oscar right mm-hmm. um and so but you know and but this one he did he like knocks it out of the park early on he's, he's fine you know you see like the, the swagger and stuff but when he really shines is later on when he, they're in vegas and he has like his residency in vegas staying on the topic mm-hmm. of vegas that there are three vegas <laughs> shows okay. and yeah. um discussion topics he is like the sweaty tanned like just messing he's belting out these songs and doing you know the classic you know like the, the elvis kicks and the you know what i'm talking about like the, yeah. the sort of stereotypical elvis shit um and he is just acting his ass off for all the movie um so i really like that um another thing i liked was just like the, the pace of it at least the first like two-thirds or three-quarters of it moves pretty well Mm-hmm. um well, what else um oh Tom Hanks so Tom Hanks plays this character his name is Colonel fuck, it? it's like Colonel something and they call him the iceman and he right. I don't know if you've seen pictures of him but he's wearing yeah. like a fat suit he looks like a like a penguin he's like hunched over and he's got a cane and he's mm-hmm. like Elvis you got to do the Santico song or, I, I can't <laughs> even do the accent it's like a Dutch accent and he, he plays just like 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 just like a weasel. just like the biggest weasel you can get. This guy that just worked, fucked Elvis out of all of his money. Early on, you get one of those classic, like, you know, I have to think about my life before he performs kind of things.
0: Yeah. But
1: it's from the point of view of the colonel guy. So he's mm-hmm. the one that's doing the narration. And he's like, you can see Elvis and he like passes out from exhaustion. And he's like, hey, I don't care what happens. That man's got to perform on stage tonight. Because he's like, <laughs> just trying to like suck Elvis drive. Right. And so he... Is so. Austin Butler's great. Tom Hanks is great, terrible, or terrible, great. I, I honestly don't know. If you made, a, <laughs> okay. you could make a case okay. to me that he is giving an all-time performance, and I'd be like, I think you're right. I think he's all-time weasel. Like the way he's putting his, you know. But if you came up to me, you were like, you made a case for him being like a,
0: a terrible performance. I'd be like, like super over the top. Yeah, be Ronny, like, you'd be like, that might. You're be also true. right. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I, I,
1: I kind of wish you like well. I'll get to the cons on why I think you won't watch it, but I think you should watch it just for his like performance. He literally goes around yelling Elvis in one sequence when they're doing like a TV special. He's like Elvis has to do here comes Santa Claus. He has to do here comes Santa Claus. Like he just won't stop saying like that Elvis needs to do here comes Santa Claus, okay. and it's just like this like bizarre fucking performance that they made him do. Um, so that's another co- pro. <laughs> Con? It's enjoyable, and I was cackling. So I was like, "I guess it's good." And early on, they're like, "Hey, you know, you gotta sign this guy." On they're listening to Elvis sing on the radio. They're like, yeah, sign this guy." And he's like, "Man, they're not gonna let a colored kid, you know, go around singing." And he's like, "But, but, uh, Colonel, he's white." And the camera zoom crash zooms into Tom Hanks. <laughs> so he goes, he's white." <laughs> white boy and, it, <laughs> and then he like turns the camera turns like over his shoulder he like turns his head so he's profiled with the camera and he goes oh, uh,
0: a white boy <laughs> and then the camera that's amazing so that's the kind of movie you have so that's, that's okay. the pros
1: and the cons are that it is just too long it is just too, <laughs> plain and simple too long like the, once he gets to, uh, to Vegas and he's doing his, re- his residency stuff it's been great acting and it but cuts drag it and it moves, but it just drags on for so long. He's doing these songs and you see, you know, cuts between that and Tom Hanks doing a business deal in the show, being like, you know, you can be in the credit. Elvis performs every night for five years. Like, like it's shit that would yeah. not have happened there at the same time. Right. Right. Um, And so the movie's two hours and 40, which is re ridiculous yeah like a movie like long. this should not be more than 215 i think if they would have trimmed it to 215 i would come in here much higher on it being like that was just a bolt of energy like the movie just dude like from the moment it starts it's just like go 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 like they, like even this like the dramatic scenes the camera's zooming in it's moving around it's like it, um, move from one end to the other. it's like a scorsese movie without any kind of restraint or or ability to harness that it's just like right. No, it, 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 it's, it's almost too much, but it's exciting because you you know you're like okay, like this is somebody who whose life was bigger than that, right? Like this guy wasn't right, exactly. He wasn't Bob Dylan, right? He wasn't from from the first time he gets on 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 TV, he's wearing like these flashy clothes. You know, he's like a showman, right?
0: Yeah, for it's lack like, of a better example, like I would expect like a Michael Jackson biopic. Yes, exactly. Thing. Yes, just like, like big, we're just fucking passionate. moving. Like, yeah,
1: like, <laughs> he's like you know drinking and he's taking all these pills and he's like he's living like a rock star life and it's it's big, right? Like even something like the Rolling Stones who did a lot of drugs, it's like they didn't you know their outfits. I don't think were that crazy, right? It's right. like it's like but, like the Elton John movie, right? It has to be big. It has to be like the life right. of the person who it's about. Um, so that, so but um, I just wish they were shorter because then it would be I don't know more focused um oh and another pro that i liked was that i was telling sydney i was like you know when you when i think about elvis in terms of everything i know about elvis i just learned through osmosis of life just from being alive right like thank you thank you very much like elvis has left the building (laughs) it's just like shit that you pick up right like jailhouse rock or, or whatever right and so i was telling her i was like Everything I know, it, it's weird because in my mind, Elvis exists as like this young guy from the 50s who was shaking his legs and all the girls were like screaming and throwing their panties and like losing their minds, right?
0: Right. But then I don't
1: know anything about him. And then he's just like this washed up dude in Vegas, right?
0: Right. Exactly. And so it's like a it, giant gap in the beginning. like there, a giant like gap. You
1: don't know right. How it I was on the city. I was like, it's like Jesus Christ. You know, he, he was a kid <laughs> and then you don't hear again until he's like 29 or 30 or something. We're right? like, what was Jesus doing when he was 22, right? It's like oh, that, man. it's like, what was Elvis doing when he was love- like 27?
0: I do. Mean, we all right, that's named the episode, right? Is Elvis is like Jesus Christ, <laughs> 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 and that's like, she was like, I guess
1: that makes sense. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, and this, the movie does go into it, and I was like, and, and, it, and, and it shows it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know. It, it, I mean, pretty much the answer is that he was the same, and then they kind of got on him, gone to him for being quote, quote, obscene, even though all he was doing was just dancing, right? Um is that a bit from walk hard your dance is gonna put you in jail you gotta stop dancing
0: oh I at the very beginning like a girl <laughs> the way he's dancing like some girl falls out of a window while she's dancing and she dies that's exactly how like, it is yeah
1: oh, oh you know what it is it's that vine i don't know if you remember the vine where it's like a it's like a i think it's an asian kid and he's like walking down the street and he's like kicking his legs and he's like dan- sort of semi-dancing kicking his legs and like zach stop Zach, you're gonna get in trouble, and then it like cuts to Zach, and there's like 20 cops behind him.
0: <laughs> I've never seen that, but I need to. I'll I gotta, up.
1: I gotta, okay, okay, hold on, I gotta find it too, because this is exactly what it was like where they're like, Oh, um, Elvis, you're you're a crazy dude, like, you're gonna, you know, if you keep doing this, they're gonna arrest you and stuff. And so then eventually, they pretty much derail his career. I just sent it to you, they derail his career, and then he ends up, you know. He has to go to the army. He doesn't go to Vietnam, but he's like in the army and then he comes back and he does movies. Um, and then by the time that he wants to sing again, um, the world has kind of moved on, right? Like we're like the civil rights movement. See, yeah. Dad, stop. Zach, you're in trouble. Zach, that's exactly where it's like. Elvis, Elvis, stop dancing. You're going to get in trouble. Elvis.
0: But that actually did happen. That, that's yeah, you're yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like arrested. 20. Cops. um and so um but yeah overall like i said it's pretty enjoyable i liked it more than i thought i would i think i would like it even more if it was just shorter dude like Two forty. I at that point, I'm like, this is just, like, just wearing you down. Especially because his performance is so good, and I think early on, I think in the hands of somebody who maybe isn't, doesn't have, he, he's naturally charismatic, of course, and he's really good at at sort of mimicking and sounding just like Elvis. But I think mm-hmm. there's a certain warmth to him where, like, he, early on, he's like, I, you know, I'm just trying to make money for my family, and it doesn't feel like he is malicious or um, purposefully like trying to be like a quote quote rock star right he's not trying to be like yeah i mean big you know like you know what i'm saying like right i'm trying to think of, of somebody who had like a i don't know he, he's very homely or a very um not homely a very like um i'm gonna say very um that was the fucking word humble, humble. and okay. i think that's very uh, uh, hard to sort of portray that when early on he doesn't have that many lines i mean he's just kind of like doing his singing right um but uh but yeah that's elvis it was it was um pretty good. It's pretty, pretty. I mean, I, I liked it. Um, but like I said, I just can't. You know, if it was like if it was two or two fifteen, I would tell people, hey, you know, are you tired of fucking Thor's and top men and top guns and mm-hmm. action, and you just want a simple drama about a larger than life figure? Go see all this, right? But right. I don't think I can do that and be like, all right, don't hate me. Be ready to sit for
0: almost three hours. You're right. Go see all this, right? Yeah, Are you tired of watching War movies? Go watch this biopic for three hours. For know. three hours, There's right. There's got to be a middle ground here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think at that point, dude, like for me, like if your movie's more than two, just go for three, right? If it's, or not right. Sorry, if, it's, if it's more than two and a half. If it's more than two and a half, just go for three, make it an epic, right? That way people go like, yeah. you know, like if, if like the Wolf of Wall Street was 245, like that's so long. But the fact that it's three hours, I'm like, that's an epic. That's an American epic, you know? Mm-hmm. Something in your brain just triggers it. Like I've always been sort of, annoyed that saving private Ryan is two hours and 50 minutes. Cause I'm like motherfuckers make it 10 more minutes and it's an American <laughs> epic. I will kill <laughs> you. Right. Right. Um, but it's just like a weird brain thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's Elvis. Um, it's pretty good. And then the other yeah. two movies, I'll burn through real quick. Um, one is tick, tick, boom, which is another musical biopic, right. but this one's just about a specific time in the life of, um, musical art or musical theater. Um, creator, I guess a musician, or a theater person, his name was Jonathan Larson. And he was the guy who wrote and created Rent, you know, the musical Rent.
0: Uh, I don't know it, but I know of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, you know, it's like one of the, like, the, like it's like Cats, right? It's like this big classic, right. like... I,
0: thinking, I don't know shit about Cats, I just know it's a Broadway musical. It's a Broadway musical, right?
1: It's like Wicked or Hamilton or, you know, it's like these big shows yeah. that just kind of permeate. You don't know what they are. Like, I don't know. Evan I just Story, know it's about like New York. The the H- yeah. <laughs> 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 they just permeate the popular culture. Um, and so he wrote it. And so the, the show is basically like him trying to get his, just the show before Rent off the ground and sort of, and it's this great... um examination of talent and like him writing. And it's actually now that I think about it, kind of like, even though they're the same, it's like the antithesis of Elvis where Elvis was this big grand thing and they just show him the, like, here's the new song by Elvis, but you never show what went into him writing it. Or if you covered it, what went into him choosing which song to cover or how to add his stuff. He just right. always had it fully formed. And I wish that Elvis would have gone more detail about that. But anyway, that's what right. tick tick boom is. You see him writing, you see him like walking down the street and he, he writes in his notepad. And he like, you see his brain sort of moving, like, you know, coming up with tick and not ticks out uh, little tunes and, and songs about stuff. And you see the show come together and it's really cool and interesting seeing all that sort of, form itself and, and watching the process work where it's not just like oh my gosh I'm just on the subway here's the song it's like here's the melody then six months you know a couple of weeks a couple of days later he comes up with the lines and then a couple of days later he comes up with like a different this or that right right um right. and so um Andrew Garfield is fantastic he was nominated for an Oscar for this um and um this one's another it's like two hours it's uh, this one's more of like a regular musical um they are you know, like little bits that break out. Mm-hmm. um into actual musical but um i really enjoyed it it was on netflix if you like you know me, uh broadway shows or just like musicals in general i think this one is pretty good he's he's really good in it um so that's tick tick Boom, and that's on netflix i think it is a netflix movie and it was um oh it's and it's uh directed by uh lin-manuel lin-manuel miranda directed it oh, okay. which is kind of crazy because then you go oh wow like this guy can also direct really good movies hmm all right, i guess he can do it also. he he writes Oscar, you know, Tony-winning shows, and then he writes Oscar-winning Disney songs. But then he also directs Oscar-nominated movies. Okay, all right.
0: They just all happen to be re- revolving around musicals, yeah, <laughs> in one yeah. way or another. Um, but I guess really, if that's your ditch, then that's what you're. Yeah, if you know how to, how to how to shape it and stuff,
1: and then that's and, and the thing is, so like you know, we've talked about here before about how one thing doesn't always translate to another, right? Like just because mm-hmm. something's a good, we talked and we talked about it when we did when I talked about Hamilton. It's like just because something's a good Broadway show, doesn't mean that if you film it for movies, it's gonna work the same way. And right. I feel like just because you know how to stage and shape and edit and like bring together a Broadway show, um, you're gonna know how to direct to a movie, but apparently. When you got talent, you can just do it, right? Right. Um,
0: I mean, it's like... I mean, it's not... I mean, it is different, I guess, because he's doing it at a much uh, larger scale with many different things. But, like, it's like you said when fucking Bill Hader, who's a comedian, directs an episode of Barry. And you're like, holy shit, or Ben Stiller directs an episode and you're like, mm-hmm. like, something is translating somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah. You understand how to act in the scene and therefore you understand what makes the scene and you're able to direct it. Whereas exactly. another person may just know how to act in the scene and not be able to connect the dots. Right. Exactly, yeah. Like, it just like, they just, when you know, you know. When
1: you got talent, you know, it all just clicks, Right. Right um yeah so that's uh tick Tick boom and the last movie really really quick it's called good luck to you leo grand or not Mm -hmm. uh, leo grand um and it's uh this is literally one of those movies where like it's like those play movies right where like it's just two people sitting in a room talking but you know the 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 the, you know it's like you learn about them right I, i think i talked about one like this when i did uh one night in miami Mm -hmm. um last year and this is the same thing so it's about an older woman her name is emma tom you know played by emma thompson (laughs) her Um, name is emma thompson
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's emma thompson biopic
1: yeah she's like you know just one day i wanted to write about myself but uh yeah so she plays a lady who hires a male prostitute like a young male prostitute like 20 something um because her husband um died a few years before and she just wants to you know cut loose and like live for once and so the story is basically like her coming to terms with the fact that her whole life and culture as a whole has sort of put her into this box where she can't really um express herself uh, sexually or even be like really just expressive in any way because of that and so the movie basically just they go into discussions the two of them talking about why he does it what she's doing it and uh it was really enjoyable i mean it was pretty funny um it's, it, you know it keeps its pace it's it's like an hour 40 but it never drags even though like it literally is just two people talking I think over like three different like meetings that they have in this hotel room um about everything about life and, and sex and kids and you know choices and and you know, everything that um in, in between and I, I really really liked it this one's on Hulu um so if you're listening if you want just like a simple, Maybe not to watch with your parents, (laughs) but just a simple, nice drama that I think has some really good performances and, you know, a really tight script, because like I said, you know, these could go very wrong, right? Like you could easily be like, I'm going to write a movie that's like a play and it's two people talking in a room and it's going to be like an acting, you know, an acting, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Showcase? like showcase yeah yeah and acting showcase right but if you don't do it right you could just end up with a boring ass movie that people go why wasn't this a short film right or like yeah. why do i give a shit about these two asshole people i don't care about right yeah for sure. um so it's a it's a tightrope um it's like one of those things it's like a you know tit for tat right like you'd be like i gotta make the cheapest movie in the world but it's got to be in one room so i gotta keep it interesting right right um but yeah that's uh good luck to you leo grand um it was on it's on hulu so hack season two HMAX. max good luck to you leo grand on hulu tick tick boom on netflix and then elvis in theaters so if you have you know it's a little bit of everything so if you if you got any of those or if you want to go to the movies um there's something solid um you know in,
0: in all those places
1: yeah
0: all right awesome um, so now, now nobody has an excuse. Uh, everybody, everybody has People exactly, are like, Oh, well, I
1: don't watch. have this. I don't have that.
0: So I guess if you have like Peacock, only Peacock, then you're all you have is talk. Peacock and Apple TV. I guess you're <laughs> up shit screen,
1: otherwise.
0: Um, exactly. the thing is Netflix hasn't started cracking down on pa- uh, password sharing yet. So you should have time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's what we've been watching. Uh, we are going to talk about some uh, big news in the NBA free agency, but before we get that, while still mm-hmm. on the topic of the NBA, uh, I think we mentioned last week uh, about wanting to talk about our favorite NBA celebrations. Yeah, so at the end, so the episode ended,
1: uh, we set recordings, so a little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> so what we do is we record the episode, and then we record the intro after the episode so that we know what we talked about in case we go off, you know, off script. We know we mm-hmm. can be like, oh, we also talk about this or that, and it also mm-hmm. helps us sort of summarize it. And you know, sometimes we could have said, you know, we're going to talk about this, and then we don't have time, right? So we always write right.
0: very frequently at the beginning. That was that was the case that we were yeah. To.
1: And so, um, and so last week, you know, we were in between the recording of the episode and the recording of the intro, and I was talking to Tyler about celebrations. I'd be like, wow, you know, like you know, Steph's. I was like, what? I was like, what do you think about Steph's like sleeping sleeping time celebration thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then we actually just started going off, and I was like, wait, 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 stop, Or I think you said you're like, wait, wait, wait. Before we keep going, let's just pause. Let's put a pin on this. And then we'll come back next week and
0: actually get exactly. a topic. So that's where we're at. Um, no free content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no free content <laughs> for the fucking show that has no subscription or payment plan. So, <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. Um, right. But anyways, we'll talk about... Uh, I believe these are all of our favorite celebrations.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, just like a top, you know, you know, your favorites, top the shittiest, three. the ones you always think about. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so like you know, because we talked about, like I said, in the, when we were talking last week, I was like, I like Steph's, um, or no, I said Steph's, uh, Sleepy Time. I'm like, I don't know, like I don't, I don't hate it, but it's not one of those like, whoa, that's so cold blooded. I'm just like, oh,
0: neat, right? What's happening. Yeah, the weird thing is, is like different celebrations get across different things. And like, all right, so before we go in too much, I, I think we should just start with examples, mm-hmm. which is yeah. to say that uh, the first one I'll use is like probably my favorite three point celebration because there's not much to it, but I feel like you can, you can do it like barely and it works. Or you can do it, like, super aggressively, and it just, like, it, I'm trying to, like, the the intensity of the celebration matches, like, what you're trying to say, Mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. uh, Carmelo's three to the head. So the thing is, like, Carmelo, after just, like, a regular three, if it's, like, a pull-up three in someone's face or whatever, he just, he'll do, like, his regular little three taps to the head. But when my man's doing it, it, like, clutch time at the end of the quarter, like, in a big moment. He's yeah. like full arm, like arm all the way out, jabbing himself in the head hard as shit three times. <laughs> and it's like it, you you feel the aggression, right? Like yeah, he's yeah. doing, you're like, yo, he's fucking out of control. Like when he's getting hot and he's doing it, it's like it just adds to the whole experience. You know what I mean? Like, you're mm-hmm. like yo, he's like hot. He's yeah, on fire yeah. right now. NBA jam, shit's coming out of his hands on fire. <laughs> Yeah, like if you, if you don't know, like if you're trying to imagine it as you're listening
1: to this, it he it's like his um his pinky, his ring finger, and his middle finger are like up, right, and he's making like kind of like an
0: okay, but he's just
1: kind of like pointing the other uh, three fingers
0: to yeah. Head, if you have yeah, seen. and he just taps himself on his headband like three times, and so like. You know, if you were to do that right now with your hand doing, like he said, the okay sign, but your, you know, your knuckles are faced out and you're just tapping yourself in the head. You do it three times real light. Like, he'll do that on occasion for, like, a three mm-hmm. that was just kind of nice. But, like, when he's on fire and the get, you know, like, if we're in clutch time, he's fucking jamming the side of his head. Like, to the point that it hurts your finger to do it. Like, like he's out of control. And I love it. Every time it gets to that point, I'm like, I'm with him um so that's that's uh that's one of mine so we'll 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 take turns yeah if you want to give us one of yours yeah so i always i and the one um
1: like one that that i always liked or that or another one that's in the sort of sort of like the similar um vein of steph's sleeping uh, sleeper or whatever is um lebron's like i guess that one's also called the sleeper no it's this the assassin what is it called I'm, Lebron's? He doesn't so, do it anymore. He used you're to be talking, talking about, about where, the, like the squash
0: one where he's like pushing down and yeah, he'll on like he'll like push, push his arms down. You'll go like one, two, he'll take a like big step, he'll be like one,
1: two, three, like put his arms down, like he's like like pushing silencer, the silencer, the silencer and then you'll hit his chest three times. Like, yeah, yeah, and that used to be, I guess, he used to do it when he would do like a layup or a dunk and he would get fouled or and one or somebody called him out. You just do like.
0: Yeah, and it was usually like a, like, uh, it was, it was always like done as like a, like, everybody, like, stop, like, I'm trying to think, like, I'm going to say everybody calmed down, but he's not trying to get like the crowd to calm down. No, he's, but just it's more like, of like an assertion <sighs> of like, no, just to be clear, it's still me. Like, like yeah, exactly. I'm still the guy I'm here that dude. controlling yeah. things. Yeah.
1: I'm him. I can they say yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, and so that one's one that I think is like sort of approaching steps, but I think that one's a little cooler just because there's so much to it. Because yeah. I would love to see how he workshop that. Like I was like, I wonder what because he he started doing that when he was in Miami. I don't think he did that yeah. when he was in Cleveland the first time. So he, somebody in Miami was like, dude, you gotta do a thing. You gotta do like a right, right. And I like these also, and I wanted to discuss these also because it's also like it's 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 something that is like really close to pro wrestling right like really right. close to being key fob right we're like oh steph hit the silencer oh he's warming up right it's like yeah. when the rock throws his um armband right yeah he like kicks the arms in and tosses the armband into the crowd exactly yeah so you like you know you're like oh like it, it's not it's not like shooting right you he's doing it so it 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 must have gone through trial and error somebody like some pr firm must have been like you need a thing bro but some of them i I wonder like i'm sure steph or mellows is very authentic right because he probably just did it one time and then
0: he started doing it like yeah that's the thing too i think that i maybe i didn't even really come to grasp that i love about it is that like these other ones are well steph's is the other ones are more showy i feel Mm -hmm. like mellows is like super simple just like yes Like I said, it's just tapping your head three times. So that could be, like you said, he could have just randomly done that once in a pickup game and been like, oh, but like you're never going to randomly do – the LeBron celebration, right? You know exactly. I mean? like, exactly. Yeah, but... If you do
1: it, it, like for example, I think I did it one time when I was playing like a video game or something. But it, you don't, you never do it for real. You do it like ironically. You're like, I'm playing a video game. Fuck you, <laughs> exactly. um, Sarah Finns from The Last of Us Two. <laughs> right. So Jesus. yeah. I, 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 the Last of Us Two of all games. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking emaciated Abby <laughs> exactly. on the <a> cross. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I just killed Abby's best friend. That's the three Bring chest slices. I got silenced. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Goal's um, dead. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, All right. So. Vengeance is going back to back tonight. Uh, oh, my God. Um, and right. so what were we saying
0: oh uh, okay, yeah yeah you, you know all that of these Mellow them you seems do them more them original real. but these have to be show yeah. uh like workshop a little bit like, show like, you, WWE right, move. Yeah.
1: so another one i really like is um d'angelo russell's ice in your veins which i mm-hmm. think he's been doing pretty much since he came into the league so what he does you know he makes a big shot and he'll like extend out an arm i think his right arm because yeah i'm guessing he's right-handed and he'll point to like right around like his elbow like, <laughs> you know, you ice in my blood. veins right. <laughs> yeah, it's like right where you give blood, he's right? like right there. He's like ice in my veins, right? And that one's awesome. I like that
0: one, right? Because it's simple, right. but it's also like you know, like that's another like, one um, to me where somebody could do that, right? Like yeah, some. I guess the best way to explain is like everyone's heard the phrase "he's got ice in his veins" before. Right. So like to throw up a shot, make it, and he'd be like, "be like I got ice in my veins," and then like. Your natural not natural instinct, because most people don't come up with a celebration afterwards. But if you were to try and demonstrate the ice in your veins, you'd probably point at your veins. You know what I mean? Like Maybe it all like... makes sense. That's that's the thing that I think makes some of these great.
1: Like
0: um, yeah. I like, make them to work. Yeah. So but, yeah, what's another one of your favorite? You mentioned this one last week, but also um All right, yeah. So I'm gonna save my one for last because my last okay. one is the most not, not this one. This one I will tell you, but I have one more that I didn't put on here. Oh, okay, okay it's, okay. it's the most ridiculous one out of all of okay. them, and for some reason I love it anyways. But my other one is Westbrook. I love the rocking the baby and how aggressively he does it in anyone's face. Like but You know what's so, funny? Is that, you remember when he was in the bubble and he was
1: actually doing that at babies? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> oh, man. But so Russell Westbrook, if he somehow has you in the post, or he's driving in and you're guarding him and Westbrook as freak athlete as he was. Um, like was, sir? And, what are you saying? Was? Huh? Huh? I am saying that he's washed. <laughs> um, I chose that word very
1: specifically. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like um like Dave Chappelle when he's doing the black bush, you like, hmm?
0: who the fuck said that? Hmm? Uh, yeah. hmm? Oil. Who, who said oil? But <laughs> you cook it?
1: wash. Who's saying about uh, wash?
0: <laughs> um who's doing laundry um but like yeah so westbrook's watch but back in the day um uh, he'd dunk on someone's head or just be in the post and just kind of bully him down there and after he scored he would turn and he would get as close to a taunting penalty as you can get without getting <laughs> like he would be He wouldn't do it directly, like he wouldn't walk towards you and do it, but he would look at you and then he would, you know, do the rockaby baby thing. And Mm -hmm. basically, just being like, You're a child, like, you're too small, you can't handle me. And then, like, what killed me is whenever he'd get like super aggressive about it, my man's elbows would just be swinging, (laughs) yeah, he's killing that baby, yeah, that baby just got shaken to death, shaking baby syndrome with that one, he's going after it. And I just, I like, out of all the way, so like, one of the common ones you see is like people just. When you say, like, you're too small or whatever, like, they just kind of do, like, the, I don't know how to call it, like, a little chop, like, at shoulder height to show, like, this is how tall you are to me. You know what I mean? Like, you don't come up to my shoulders. But, like, this was, like, a next level of, like, nah, like, you're an actual baby, and I'm gonna rock you to sleep like a little baby. <laughs> I just love it. It's so over the top, but it was still great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like that and one, too. And also, because everything about Westbrook is aggressive. It's the only way I've ever seen anybody make Rocking a baby look aggressive. Only like <laughs> he's the only person that could do it, right? You know what I mean. Like yeah. someone else, you'd be like, "Why is he rocking your baby right now?" But yeah. somehow like when Westbrook so, does it. You're like,
1: "Yeah, fuck that guy." <laughs> yeah, and something really like Giannis can do it because he's like so big. It's like you have a that's a
0: that, that's a toddler. You're not rocking a baby. You're you're rocking a toddler. Yeah. You, also, Giannis is just too friendly. You'd be like, "Wait, yeah. why? Giannis would rock a baby?" Like what's going on here?
1: <laughs> um. Oh, and another two that I like. Um. Both I think come from when they, when they hit threes. Um, Dame time, you know, Dam- Damian Lillard, yep. he, like, points at his watch. He's like, yeah, it's my time. That one's good, mm-hmm. too. And then, I like, uh, Jr. Smiths. you know, when he praises the three, when he gets on That's one knee. the one like... I was going to go with. Oh! <laughs> it's, it's so
0: great. The fucking, like, windmill is what kills me the most. Like, he drops to one knee. He swings his arm in, like, a windmill circle, like, three times. And then he ends it by doing, like, two okay symbols Like, three-point, and he looks up, and he fucking does, like, jazz hands to the sky with his three-point symbols. It kills me. I love it so much. It's the most nonsensical thing ever. Like, we were talking about how the other ones make sense and didn't have to be workshopped. The thing about J.R. Smith is, I don't think it was workshop. I think he's just a psycho, and it came out perfectly. <laughs> like it is the most intense thing ever, and I hmm. love it so much. In it, oh. it's such a crazy thing coming from an individual who is so out of his mind all the time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: You go like, yeah,
1: that, I mean that fits right. It's like you're right. saying like, like, like I guess I. It's like all of the other ones would fit him but his would not fit anybody else's right so like if he did the ice in the wrist you'd be like okay cool jr smith oh he's nighttime oh jr smith right but you couldn't see like steph doing the oh right or like yeah if steph did that i'd be like what is going on yeah (laughs) that one's great that was great my least favorite one one that i think is just like especially it's like a direct opposite to how cool the player was or what he did how crazy what he did was, was is vince carter's crank it up and I, I think this came later in his career so he would do a dunk and he would do like a motorcycle like you know like revving it up you'd do like right. quick like vroom vroom and i like why i don't know I because he had a great there. one he had the one he could have just stayed with the one from the dunk contest or maybe he right. did i don't know you know when he dunked it and he like pointed up and he like you know he did the, it's like the usain bolt thing right remember right. when he like you know point one arm and then like the other one over his head yeah But then he just like with
0: the motorcycle, the motorcycle, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, like, I would see his old ass dunk when he was at the Mavs, and he'd be like, Vroom, Vroom, oh my god, Vince, no, stop it, stop it, get some help, like, why, right? And so, um, especially because he had like the other one on a platter, right? Or even the it's over, right? You just dunk and you go, It's over, it's over,
0: right? Right? Just mount that, like, right there, it is, just do that for the rest of your career. You know what's a You want to know two other celebrations that, uh, let's see. Oh man, I lost one of them already. Oh, all right. Two other celebrations uh, I do like. Um, uh, <laughs> I like the celebration of when I think Chris Bosch and Mario Chalmers are arguing and Joe Akim knows it's not really a celebration, but I love that, GIF so much because Bosch and Mario Chalmers are just fucking arguing. It mm-hmm. like, within inches joe Kim noah's like yelling like yes as he's clapping in their face it's my favorite and then uh you know probably one of my least favorite celebrations is probably kevin garnett telling carmel that his wife tastes like cheerio <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably low on the list <laughs> or or kevin garnett Telling Charlie Villanueva that he looked like a cancer patient. Oh, or or Big gross. Baby Davis's tongue. Yeah, looking. or Big Baby Davis drooling. Uh, like, <laughs> have you ever seen that? The one no. where he, like, he is, he is just, let me, I'm going to see if I can I find it. Remember when he hit that game
1: winner? And then I think, no, or maybe it was uh, Paul Pierce. And then I think Nate Robinson tried to jump over him and he fell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me see. Big Baby drooling, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My least favorite one is when, my least favorite celebration is when Paul Pierce uh, pooped himself. Yeah, I
0: was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Hold on. Here's here's the thing. I just found two different ones, and I don't remember which one's the one. Just If you just look up Google Images, Big Baby Drooling Jeff, it's going to be a bunch of him. Here's the thing. Actual real babies in real life drool. And when you look up big baby drooling, it's just him. Like, like (laughs) that's how often he's just out of control. Uh, All right. A real celebration that I absolutely hated, though, um, was the the Kobe Bryant jaw jutting forward. That shit looked so stupid. It felt (laughs) so forced and, like, Mm -hmm. just... Dumb,
1: like that was like, yeah, that was like two thousand, like two thousand eight, when they were like trying to make him like the guy, you know. And they're like, you yeah, need a thing Kobe, and he, I think he, he used to do like the fist pump thing, and that one was cool, or like a like a full, like
0: a he would put his fist, in like the, front the Tiger Woods, face. like yeah, like he roll, hit a roll, shot, roll, roll. yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but like the jaw jutting, I think, like it's like he's trying to be intimidating, but I'd be like, dog, do you need to get braces? Like you need your jaw. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, it just did not get right, like you know, get the right thing across. Uh, a, a good celebration is uh, Kobe Bryant telling everybody on his team that they're soft as Charmin during a practice. Um, that's 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 a good one. But yeah, anyways, NBA celebrations. Anybody else has any that they could think of off the top? Yeah, of their even small of ones. Um,
1: uh, I, I hope Shaq sh- sh- you know, sh- 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 sh-
0: dunking on someone and then shoving them to the ground.
1: Uh, <laughs> Jack would have had a cool one, I think, if it was now. Yeah. if you if like he played now um i'm still hoping that somebody has like a three and then they do that thing with your hands you know when you make like an okay sign and you stretch your fingers and you turn your hands upside down in the yeah, do and they are doing goggles the goggles. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> goggles like, like us yeah yeah
0: um, <laughs> ow, ow, oof, ooh, that hurts my so forearms. <laughs> arthritis is covered it. Um, yeah, oh, you know what everything. the actual worst one was? I just saw I just saw it because I was scrolling through this. Bro, do you remember Chris Anderson, aka Birdman? Birdman's Bird. dumb fucking wing flapping as he went oh, yeah. down the court. Do you remember that? Yeah, mm-hmm, uh, it was mm-hmm. awful. Whew. Um Yeah, no, it was terrible. The only other thing I can think of off the top of my head is uh Lance Stevenson used to do the air guitar, which was like dumb, but it's again like it just fit Lance Stevenson because mm-hmm. he was dumb. Because he was out there like do, he was doing like an Elvis impression, like he was like out there like swinging his hips around. Like, it was kind of hilarious, but uh, um, the anyway, wildest of cards, yeah, yeah. But that's an NBA celebration, so we'll move on from that and just talk about uh NBA free agency. And there's been a couple yep. big things uh popping off here um and we'll definitely save that last one for last because i have some thoughts but mm-hmm. uh the first one is uh nicole jokic uh got a five-year 264 million and Oof. uh that's a no-brainer that is- yes yeah two-time mvp
1: um i just don't know how old he is let me google i think he's like 28 so like i, I didn't think he was that old maybe not that even that old long. you think i mean if he's 25 or younger 27 like... okay that's still
0: pretty young, right? He hasn't yeah, Twenty-seven. He's, he's at the right end now, of his five like, years, he'll be thirty-two. In like, which is still like young. It's, it's the end. Of, it's it's the thirty-two is like the end of your prime. I feel like you yes. know what I mean. Like let's put it this way: if you have somebody under contract at, at thirty-two, you're not like, oh damn it, like you know what I mean? Like yes. it's it's after yeah, that. You that it really sign him for like MVP.
1: another three or four after that, right? Right. Um, especially depending on how he does. So that's like a no-brainer. Two-time MVP makes your team better. He's the fucking MVP, like right? Like, right. Only like a certain amount of people have made two MVPs, right. so uh,
0: definitely no brainer from both of us on mm-hmm. that one.
1: Yeah, so hold on, let me do the math. Okay, let me, let me check something real quick. That's two, six, six. It's two. So like that's fifty-two. Half, 52. Yeah,
0: like that. fifty-two
1: point eight. Yeah, per year. Um. Yeah. So he got that, and then uh, Booker Devin Booker got four years, two fourteen from the Suns. So that one, I. 53-and-a-half, which is more than the MVP. he hmm? yeah, can make no. sense, Jesus. Uh, the thing is, is Devin... All
0: right. So, I don't know. Uh, I haven't and kept up is... with super great, so I don't know Chris, I don't know what Chris Paul's situation is, just to be clear. Chris Paul's old. He's not going to be there forever. Can't really build around Chris Paul. Um, DeAndre Ayton is younger than Devin Booker, and I guess if you want him to have a wingman, then... Devin Booker's probably your guy. But, like, ultimately, on a team that went to the finals, Devin Booker was your third best player. Like, like, like I think I would have rather had Paul and Ayton in that – or it did, they didn't make the finals, sorry. They made yeah. the Western Conference Finals, right?
1: No, um, they didn't even make it that far.
0: They, they lost they the They lost to the Mavs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. And it was a All collapse. All those games went for nothing. Um, yeah, so – but anyways, I think I would have rather had Aiton – and Paul in those moments than Booker, right? Like I think I think ultimately he brings the least to the table, which is to say, like, he can score a lot. But I feel like I don't know. I just feel like when he gets to the NBA, like everybody can kind of score. You know, I mean, obviously there's exceptions, like Rudy Gobert, but like, <laughs> but like I feel like there's enough people in the NBA that can get you buckets some one way or another that like. I just don't know how much he actually adds. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, I guess what mm-hmm. I can say is, like, Devin Booker's teams never did all that great before he got help. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. LeBron, without help, still got you to the playoffs, definitely. You know what I mean? At least yeah. now it's, you know, questionable. But, like, you know, Dwayne Wade would get you into the playoffs without help. There's, Jokic gets you into the playoffs without help easy. Yeah. I don't know that I have that in Devin Booker at all. You know what I mean? Right, like, right.
1: and I think it's like one of those things, it's kind of like some of these guys like him and the guy we're going to talk about next where it's kind of like NFL quarterbacks where like, I guess you got to pay him. <laughs> you got to pay the guy, right? Like, you know, you're stuck in this no man's line in between where it's like Baker Mayfield is going to get this kind of money. But you're like, well, is he the guy? No, he's Aaron Rodgers, but like who else? Right. And I think right. they're always going to be paid more than they're worth because of that, right? Like a guy who, like Booker, who can score 70, you go, well, I do score 70, right? And it's it's kind of like, well, you know, the guy, he put up 300 yards and four touchdowns one time. It's like, it's there, right? Um, right. And then, like, yeah. Carson so Wentz. the other guy would... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Carson Wentz, exactly, right? So the next guy is Bradley Beal. He signed five years, 251. 251, that's, $50 million. wild. So... And,
0: all right, hold on. I'm looking at this. Come on, uh, if you
1: if you think that Brad, like Devin Booker isn't taking the team, like what is Bradley Beal doing?
0: Right, yeah, Bradley Beal for sure. I, I, I he's 29. I would, take, I would take Devin Booker over Bradley Beal for uh, you know a similar cost. But like looking at Bradley Beal's career, I mean, he, he's he's uh, so this is his.
1: Let me see. I think this is, like, his 10th year? This would be his 10th year. This would be his 10th year. And he's only a three-time – well, he's a three-time NBA All-Star, but it's 2018, 19, and 21.
0: So, like, recently, right? Yeah, but the thing is, is he only played 40 games this year, it looks like. Or this past year. He only played 40. Mm -hmm. Yep. Two years ago, he played 57. All right. The problem is, is I don't actually, like – I don't know how often you're injured if you're playing 57 games anymore. Like some of these are rest right? Games. Right. Well, that
1: 57 one that
0: might be co- that's the COVID year, so that's
1: one. Oh yeah,
0: okay. But what even I before say... that, it looks like 2015, 55, 2014, 63, 2012, mm-hmm. 56. So like, it doesn't seem like he's uh, like. I feel like he's probably out a lot, um, which lines he... up with him being a small guard. You know what yeah. I mean? And he averaged only 23 this
1: year, but I guess he was hurt because that's the 40. But before then, it was 35,
0: 30 and a half, 31.3. So, like, I mean, I guess. He's obviously like, putting up numbers, but, I'm, again, what does Bradley Beal, where does Bradley Beal take you? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do can Bradley Beal even be your number two guy? Or is Bradley Beal, like... Is Bradley Beal the best number three you could ever have? Right. Is this
1: like the Andrew Wiggins situation where it's like, you know, he was the guy there, so he, of course they're gonna pay him. Because like, dude, like Bradley Beal, like, it, this is awesome. So like, I'm glad that he's doing this because, you know, he he opted out of his of his player option, right? Because he knew he was gonna get the max or the super max with the, the Warriors. He didn't even think about going anywhere else, right? He wasn't even like, I should team up with Dame in Portland. We got oh, you, it, right? you mean the Wizards. He would, sorry, the Wizards are he was like, I'm just gonna he wasn't even like I'm gonna go team up with LeBron. Or he's like, I'm gonna take a pay cut, I'm gonna cut to go team up with Joke Jokic or like Brendan Ingram and Zion. He was like, Fuck all that. Give me 250 million, five years. I'm here in Washington. I don't care who's here, who's not here, I'm getting my money. Which is awesome. I mean it's commendable because I feel like sometimes these guys are like, I'm gonna take a pay cut to go play with Zion or whatever. Um but I just thought that was very funny because it's like, yeah, like in the Washington Warriors were always gonna give him that money. So it's like, well, what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah, and I mean, all right, so the, the thing is, though, is that, like, let's see, Giannis is like, I'm staying in Milwaukee. Fuck all that mm-hmm. teaming up shit. I'm not. Yeah. But, like, the difference is that Giannis is the, like, generational. W- one of the five people who could ever possibly bring their team to a final, you know what I mean? Like, win their team a championship, yeah. regardless of who's there. And then, like, off the top of my head, Kawhi, same thing, right? Kawhi, like, fuck, I- I'm in Toronto. Like, fuck it. I mean, Kawhi has since started to join up with people, but like that Kawhi and Toronto championship single handedly has cemented his legacy more than anything else he could ever do. Oh, yeah. Yes. He was the fucking guy. He was hobbled. He was, he didn't just fucking push through and did it anyways. And like, I mean, really since then, Kawhi has done shit. I know he's been hurt a lot and, you know, but like, if he but didn't have that, that, we wouldn't be talking about Kawhi anymore. We'd be talking exactly, about we, Kawhi. We, like that's you what I was going to say. Is dangerous. like, <laughs> if, you, if you talk
1: about Kawhi Leonard, you go like, oh, 2019, right? But then you go, oh, wait, that was the year that Clay uh, um, tore his ACL, I think, or no, it was one of the two big major injuries, and then KG right. tore his his Achilles,
0: right? And they still took it to six games. So it's, you know, yeah, but like, I mean. Their, their second best player was like Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was probably my boy Siakam, Pascal, you know, Pascal you know, Siakam and Kyle Lowry. Si- <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon.
1: I, I'm sure you've seen that tweet that's like, I think I mentioned it on here before. It's like, you know, he's got a fat ass in a ring. I'm sure a lot of y'all are jealous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, anyways, Beal, like, Beal is not going to get you that. So. Nah man i just feel like and we've talked about this before even in the nfl with quarterbacks like i understand like the idea that like you don't like you're willing to overpay a quarterback because what else mm-hmm. is out there right but right. like that only works if if there's somebody to pick up the slack because if not then you're just overpaying a guy for nothing mm-hmm. like like if if you overpay here's the deal. The Minnesota Vikings overpaid the absolute shit out of Kirk Cousins. Ultimately, though, they had Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, like, all these fucking dudes, and it's like, well, all right then. Like, you know what I mean? You overpaid the quarterback because there's a chance you could still win it all with a overrated quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Derek Carr. I don't think he's, you know, good enough to warrant like, the amount that he's going to make, but like, ultimately, like, you know, you, you have... Uh, God, who's their running back? He's decent for uh, for uh, the Browns. No, no, the um, the Raiders. Oh, uh, J- Josh I think, Jacobson?
1: I don't even think they picked up his option. I think maybe, maybe this is the last year. I think he's still there, but maybe I don't think they like are committed to him. But yeah, Josh Josh Jacobs.
0: And then Josh Jacobs, and then now Devontae Adams. You know what I mean? And before that, they had I don't know who they had, but either way, like. They're like, let's... Well, they had Henry Ruggs, but now they yeah. don't. Uh, and then, but they also... Well, no, they got rid of Cleo Mack. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they got Max Crosby, the white guy, the, the big giant dude. Yeah, so, like, either way, like, you can see some pieces around it. But if you're overpaying... Uh, if you're, I don't know, the commanders, and you're overpaying Carson Wentz, and you don't have anything else there, like, what... what what are you doing? Like save that money for when some other things line up and then you can go for it. You know what I mean? Like spend a lot of money right now when it's not your window and you're locking up a lot of your fucking options. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. So if you're the wizards, like is there any chance you're in contention for a championship? No. Like, so mm-hmm. why are we nailing ourselves down to fucking Bradley Beal? Because it's not, if you're the, pelicans and you're nailing yourself down to zion you, you could still be like somebody might want to come play with zion you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, it, i don't think there's anybody out there's like god i wish I could play with bradley beal and that's no disrespect to bradley beal but like i just don't think he has that kind of pull
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and even somebody for uh, cj McCollum, the pelicans did right cj McCollum. i'm sure when he got the news he was like oh fuck yeah dude um brandon ingram in Zion, right? Like you, he, he at least will not right. be like oh, God. I can't. He he's not going to be like Blake Griffin when they traded him to fucking Detroit, and he was like, "God damn these bastards!" They <laughs>
0: right? Exactly. Um. So yeah, that's that's the thing that confuses me about that. I mean, like, I guess I get it. Like, he is good enough to warrant that money, but like, if I'm that team, I don't know that I commit that money to that when I don't know anything else to put around it.
1: Yeah, um, it seems like uh you know how they always show somebody was tweeting about um Shohei Otani. They're like, you know, all the angels' tweets are pretty much all, all tweets related to the angels are pretty much or like Shohei Mike Ohtani. Trout and yeah, Shohei like, Otani broke X record. have they haven't broke X record since you know Money Hamster McGee in 1921, right? Angels as the, lost eight to seven, yeah,
0: as the angels lose eight to eight to two. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just yeah, I just don't. I, I don't really. Bradley know what Beal the puts up fifty. Warriors lose one hundred to seventy
2: seven.
0: <laughs> all right then. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to do with that. And the last thing we want to touch on is that Kevin Durant asked for a trade from the Nets. This well, man, if, bro. All right. If you, but
1: like, the thing is, so he he is not Bradley Beal. He is not Booker. Right. He is LeBron. He is Giannis. If he is on the table for a trade, you send everything everything you send everything and anything you send everything you trade everything right all right hold on
0: i i don't know if i agree um i, I man all right straight up right one for one do you trade jokic for KD, no,
1: and that's what I was just gonna say. I was like, there are certain guys that are untouchable that I definitely would not trade, but everybody else is fair business. Like well, the guys that I wouldn't touch, even though LeBron, I would, KD. I would say at this point is like pretty close to LeBron or almost better. But I just think you know the name. You can't just be like well, trade LeBron James. Right?
0: Yeah, that's here's um, the thing. From a want to win a basketball game standpoint, I'd probably trade LeBron at this point. But like, yes. there's there's too much other stuff going on. Yeah, right. It's like there. LeBron. You can't trade him
1: without him being like, yes, I'll be okay. So the guys I probably would never trade for would be like him, Steph, Giannis, Jokic, um, Embiid, maybe Embiid, um, and Luka. So those are the guys. Can you think of anybody else? I'm
0: trying to think. Ja? Uh, Maybe Ja Morant? I don't know. I I don't know about Ja. Uh, Dame, I probably wouldn't trade. Um, and, And the factor that I'm bringing into this, and the reason why I say this is that Kevin Durant is just like the most unhappy motherfucker to ever walk the earth. Like he, like nowhere he goes will ever like. Right, he's he like a war thunder, and like can't the do problems this, with the thunder with makes sense, right? Like that one, I'm like, all right, I get it. Like I, I feel, I get why you feel like you just need to get out. Then you get to the Golden State Warriors, and like that was a fucking like I, I don't know that felt. Bad the moment you did it, right? That that was a LeBron decision thing, right? We're like, even if I understand you wanting to go to the Heat, like the way you just went about everything was all wrong. You know what I mean? And that's that's how I feel about Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. Like I I get why you would want to go to the Warriors, but like you, it's just not a good look. Um, so there's that. Then he gets like pissy on the Warriors because other people are saying, you know what I mean? Like because of you know how people are acting about it. He's like, fine, I'll leave. And he goes to the Nets, and now he's like. I don't want to, you know what I mean it's just like, right bro. so here's the thing if would I trade Dame for KD I don't think so because I get the feeling that Dame will will tough it out stick it out and try and win and I feel like a season and a half from now I don't know if Kevin Durant's just going to start pouting and leave me high you know what I mean like it I just I don't know my dad what my someone my dad texted me about it earlier and his thing was like he's like look LeBron will leave you high and dry, right? Like LeBron will set your team up in such a manner that there's like no recovering from like it with any sort of, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, like there's no recovery from LeBron leaving your team other than like, we just got to wait long enough for all this, you know, cap space to be free from all these veterans that ultimately like can't contribute as well as they should. You know what I mean? Like, like, ultimately, your team's in bad shape when he leaves um, because of the way he has asked you to construct the roster. Yeah. The difference is that LeBron still got you a fucking ring at every single place he's been at. Like exactly. Kevin Durant yeah. does not have that. Kyrie Irving doesn't have that. Like, the Nets' whole fucking thing is such a nonsensical, like, garbage heap. And, like, like I know Durant, Kevin Durant's the one who's like, I want Kyrie. Like, I will not come without Kyrie. And, like, Kyrie only plays half the games. The Nets are like... Man, we can't really do that again, and then it you know, it all falls apart, and it's just like,
1: damn,
0: KD. Like, and it's this crazy because, like, I'm <laughs> sure the, the I'm
1: sure the Celtics this year were a better Celtics than the 2018 Celtics, right? But like LeBron, the team that LeBron dragged to the finals for that is crazy because it should be like, if you want to say KD's just as good, like, well, KD had a team that maybe wasn't as good as that, but he should at least won a game, but they got swept. Right. Right. swept first round like get the sweat right it. and i think the celtics i think they ended up didn't the next two series they went seven they went seven with the bucks yep and i think it's they tough. went seven against the heat right right and then yeah. six against the warriors so people put up losses on them. you know they, they, they didn't just they didn't steamroll everybody right so the fact i think it was dragon jones who was like wow there was only one team that didn't win a single game this postseason and it was like a gif of like somebody like smoking a cigarette or something
0: yeah so it's just like man i don't know what you want like that's the issue, right? Like if I'm somebody who's thinking to sign Kevin Durant, I'm like, what do you want from me? And I feel like whatever answer Kevin Durant gives me will be a different answer from the one he'll give me a week from now. Like, yeah. I I just don't. I, at this point, I'd be like, I would love Kevin Durant as a number two guy. <laughs> like that's that's the thing. So on the list of teams that uh, he he put out, like I think a little list. Uh, I only knew about two of the teams on it, which is to say he has Phoenix and Miami on teams he would like to go to. First of all, <laughs> the bro, team if, wins Right, If you go to Phoenix, bro, like either yeah. one of those teams, it's the same problem you had with Golden State, where you're like, well, I don't like that people are acting like I'm second fiddle. That's like they're yeah. always gonna love Book more. Here's the deal they're gonna love DeAndre. DeAndre and the Book, I think, are gonna be more, and like I, that's all there is to that, I think. Now, they may have to get rid of one of those two, but, like, I don't know they've been there, they've toughed it out, whatever. Bro, if you go to Miami, that shit, like, if you're there with Jimmy Butler, I don't care. You could outscore Jimmy Butler every game of the whole 82 games in a season in every game in the playoffs, and it would not matter. People are still going to see that as Jimmy Butler's team because he's just, like, that's just who he is, right? Like, that's his personality. He's just going to dog it out to make it work. like. Boy, Jimmy Butler is, is the modern day Kobe without like some of the inefficiency, right? Which is mm-hmm. and, like without yeah, yeah. some of the mythology, which is that like, I don't think ultimately Kobe was like, I mean, he was right. He was athletically gifted, but like he, Kobe was never as talented as Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he just worked his ass off and would grind everything down until it went his way. You know what I mean? Right, Jimmy right. Butler has that same thing in him that makes him so beloved by that fan base, and like Kevin Ray, if you go to fucking Miami, like they're gonna give you the fucking uh, somebody, bro, Draymond. If they play Miami, he's gonna be like, they don't love you like that. <laughs> oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And it's just like, bro, yeah, we thought you, you was Dwayne Wade. <laughs> exactly. That, like, what are you doing, bro? Like you created your own team you're bailing two seasons in and you're like i want to go to one of the other one seeds like stop it this we already did this once and yeah. you got
1: and this one actually does i mean when he asked for it, i kind of did surprise me because like Kyrie signed right like if they were if, if he hadn't resigned and they were still working i'd be like okay like he sees the dumpster fire but i'm like he hasn't played with ben simmons who hopefully plays again And Kyrie just resigned, right? Kyrie blinked, right? The Nets, they played a game of chicken and the Nets won, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe, I don't know. I guess maybe he didn't like that they were playing again, but it's like, dude, like, yes, you are KD, but a front office is still a front office, right? Like, I'm guessing that's what it is, is that he was like, oh, I didn't like that they played a game of chicken with us. Don't you know who I
0: am? And it's like, well, yeah, dude, but did you see what Kyrie did this year, right? Like, Right, and that's that's, like, it, those are two of the most nonsensical human beings I've ever seen that I'm here's the thing ultimately I'm so happy he's requesting a trade because my whole thing from the very beginning was that like there's no way that this works with these two humans like these are the most outrageous people I've ever seen and like I was like you're gonna put them in the same fucking room this there's, there's no way this works and maybe it collapsed for different reasons that I felt like it was gonna collapse but like it's still, like, the reason it's collapsing is because of that fact. You know what I mean? Like, Kyrie's overplaying his hand super hard, and, and mm-hmm. like, KD is siding with Kyrie. Like, if you're KD, why are you siding with the guy who missed half your fucking season last year? And is that's possibly the reason you got swept in the first round. Yeah. Why, is well, somebody the saying... that, like, why is this guy you've decided to fucking anchor yourself to?
1: Yeah. I mean, somebody was saying they were like, you know, Kyrie, I always heard was like, I guess like just like a really good teammate. Like maybe not like, I mean, yeah. other than missing a bunch of games, but like in terms of people that they always want to be around, right? Wasn't he like a player's president or like a rep or some shit? Right. Like, he's, I don't, I think, he's somebody I don't like. think they liked him much in Boston. Oh yeah. Well, that whole thing was, I, I honestly forgot that he was in Boston, but <laughs> I'd love to know what, what his relationship was with like the players and stuff. I feel like well, that's the, the thing time, I don't think
0: the players liked him in Boston. I don't exactly. I, like I don't think I, I could be wrong, but I don't I don't think like Jason Tatum and fucking Kyrie got along. Um and I, I could be wrong, but I I just don't remember feeling like any of that was meshing. Granted there was like the whole issue with Gordon Hayward uh but like it, it just a lot of that was just like I don't know <laughs> and then he dipped out of Cleveland which was like I don't know and yeah, it's just weird. Uh, he's just a weird dude. Maybe, maybe he's a good teammate. But I, how good of a teammate can you be when you're like, no, nah, I'm just not gonna play for half the season. Like, <laughs> like, hey, dog, do you think maybe you know you could play more and we could figure out before yeah. the playoffs? He's like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy
1: because so he is also. I mean, I, he's is I think a little bit. I don't want to say overrated because he's very good, but he's like right on that line between like a superstar and like a Booker Beal. Right, Well, like I think if you look at his all stars, he doesn't have them. He's never, I think, averaged more than like 22 points per game or something like that. Let me look at his stats real quick. But,
0: but, Monty Jones in the podcast, like, I don't think we have any evidence anywhere that Kyrie Irving affects how many wins your team gets. Like, Kyrie Irving can 100% get you a bucket when you need it, but ultimately, without someone else there putting your team in that position to win. I don't think we have any evidence that Kyrie Irving is the guy that mm-hmm. gets you a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he he can... Seven time
1: All Star. Okay, so that's there. Let me, see, let me see the points.
0: But yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, me put... early he Cleveland came... before LeBron got there, mm-hmm. terrible. Cle- once LeBron got there, fine. Then he left, he went to Boston, terrible. Then, I mean, after that, it was. Uh, did he have any other Brooklyn? stops or was it straight to Brooklyn?
1: Brooklyn, yeah. And then he's yeah, got three seasons the... in Brooklyn,
0: 27. H- and and the, he just had like there's been nothing to show for it. I just don't I will get it. I like he's one of those where it's like you couldn't pay like you couldn't pay me to put him on my team. Like I, I'd be like, thanks. I'll stick it out with fucking who I'm trying to the fucking uh, Frank Milikina for the Knicks. Like, like I'll try and make it work with that guy. I just I I don't want, yeah. I don't want these problems on my hand. Yeah he cuz he's a dude. You know he's the type of dude that like goes to ownership like every two days. He's like, "Look, I don't I think we just you know what I mean? Like stop it. Like can you just fucking leave me alone for a minute? Like you know, like I feel like the coach has got like he's got to be talking and the coach's got to be like, God, can you just shut the fuck up?" <laughs> <laughs> he just seems like the kind of guy that's like doing too much always. Yeah. And I just wouldn't want to deal with it.
1: Yeah, it seems. Yeah, it's like it'd be interesting if you know how said that all the teams are like calling for Kyrie or KD. It'd be interesting if they were if he was like, "All right,
0: I'll listen." But my my friend Kyrie's gonna come with me. It's like, oh. (laughs) The only thing I saw was that the Lakers could have a trade package if Kyrie and KD want to stay together. Yeah, somebody was. Yeah,
1: somebody was like, they were. They're never picking a draft again ever in our lifetime if we do
0: that. (laughs) Oh man! And can you imagine if that fell apart? Because the thing is, like, I don't know how that dynamic even works. Like, LeBron and Kyrie already have a shaky dynamic, and then you add think, Kevin Durant, who I don't, I don't know where he would fit in. You yeah, know what I mean? I think
1: that I think that one would work more now because I feel like Kyrie's really come around from what I've read and seen in interviews and stuff. It seems like he kind of went like, "Damn, I fucked that up, right?" Like it's the one that got away. I fucked it up. You know, I had a great thing, thing is, and then and then. Problem, it,
0: it's- I guess where I'm going with this is that, like, I I don't know that LeBron, KD, and Kyrie is a team that works flawlessly. So, like, because you've just got three dudes who need to have the ball in their hand all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, if if, like, what happens with that? Like, and I guess what I'm saying is, since I don't think that it, you know, necessarily works super great, I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I'm not saying there's no way they win a title, but, like, there's no obvious answer off the bat. It was kind of like with LeBron and Dwayne Wade, right? They were like, I, for the longest time at the beginning, they were like, we don't really know how this is going to mesh together. And eventually, it just kind of came down to Dwayne Wade, like, kind of just backing off a little bit and LeBron stepping into, you know, a more dominant role. But like, when things don't start working well, like, Dwayne Wade and LeBron and Bosch were all friendly enough that they could make it work when Mm -hmm. things start going poorly with this three, I don't know what the fuck happens. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. when LeBron goes back to the locker room and he's mad as shit because they've lost three games in a row that they shouldn't have lost, and he looks around the room and he sees Kyrie doing his dumb Kyrie shit and Kevin Durant getting salty with people on Twitter, like what happens? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I just don't know how that group meshes together like that. I I just don't know. But I guess we will see, I
1: mean, mean, by the time that this comes – it all moves so quickly that maybe by the time that this episode drops, it'll be a completely will be an different. We'll be Laker Kevin Durant. You know, they were they already had their press conference. Not one, not two, not three. <laughs> you know, zero. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is coming up. You know, it would say June thirtieth. Yeah, July July fourth, twenty sixteen, when KD, you know, he came out and he said, "You yeah, know, I'm joining the Warriors." And that was huge, and I remember where exactly where I was, and then also I remember exactly where I was when LeBron joined the Lakers. What three, four years ago now, twenty eighteen, I think, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that summer of twenty eighteen. Um, nuts, but I yeah, I remember exactly where I was for both of them. So,
0: I guess but ultimately, I man, see is, what happens as far there. as about KD specifically, like I just I don't get this at all. Like this is just the most like, uh, what do you like? Uh, I don't know, like. Here's the thing. KD is a Hall of Famer, but like he is going to be the least loved of any Hall of Famer. <laughs> like, like yeah. Carmelo Malone had sex with underage girls. Like, and, and like people, <laughs> I feel like they're probably more Carmelo Malone fans. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. Uh, so only for, like, but they're, they're but they're all in Utah. They're all just like concentrated in a little area. Right, but they they're still there. Uh, like the. I, We've talked about like Kevin Durant has no fans that I know of. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, with that being said, like if Kevin Durant goes to Miami and wins a ring, like, do you think people are gonna look any differently at him for that? Like, no, you're, no. What are you chasing at this point? Like, I, I yeah, If you, I, you just stayed in Brooklyn, like, team. I
1: think I would have at least been like, well, he actually, you know, got brought a team together and he like got
0: exactly what he wanted and it worked, and I'd be like, oh, okay, right. Like, it's kind of like.
1: When, the problem like I,
0: is, is he never brings the team together. He just shows up. The one time he brought the team together was this. And was yeah, the that's team what I'm saying. Like they, I, I'm saying, like, I, if he would have made this work, I would have been like, okay, right. you know, KD, you masterminded
1: it. You're like, LeBron, you got my props, right? And I know, right. you know, people give shit to LeBron, but it's like, you know, he orchestrated the, the um, 2020 Lakers. And you go, okay, but he got a ring out of it, right? So you go, right. well,
0: that's the thing. is like it that, works. So that team is constructed like dog shit right now. Like and they're probably fucked for a, a foreseeable future. Like at the end of the day, you did get your ring that you were hoping for, <laughs> like yeah. And that's why exactly. I, I was telling that I was like, bro, the Knicks. Like, if LeBron came to the Knicks and then left, and we were fucked for the next six years, but we got a title in that span, yeah, I'd be like, I don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> right? It's like
1: we were talking about the NFL with the uh, with the Rams, right? Right. Like they they traded everybody, all their picks. They're paying all these old guys, but it's like, well, you got the Super Bowl out of it, like right? Like it, right? Worked and. Like what are, what the fuck are you going to tell them now, right? Like right. you No, know, no, you got to build through the draft. Like no, fuck mm. all that. You just <laughs> trade your picks away and you get good players. Like why what are we building toward if not the very thing that I just
0: bought? Right? Yeah. I mean the difference is of course is that the the fuck all your draft picks and get all the players uh has failed many more times than it succeeded and it seems it only exactly, yeah. mm-hmm, succeeded mm-hmm. with very specific people, aka yeah. LeBron and like yeah, like a really in the NFL and a and different. like the
1: best defensive player of all time and one of the best corners of all time. That's what you right.
0: basically, yeah. exactly. And, and then like a crazy breakout season from one of your wide receivers that was already there. But yeah. oh yeah, the um, greatest wide receiver
1: season of all time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just ha- all, all of that just has to line up perfectly, right? And so like, just like you said, if he'd a mastermind to that like somehow and it all came together and it worked, he, there's a certain level of props. But like dog, we already give you enough shit for jumping on the Warriors. And granted, going to Miami or going to Phoenix isn't the same as when you jump to the Warriors, but it ain't that different either. <laughs> like, yeah, you just gotta yeah. I don't know. Bro, I'm surprised he wasn't like, I want to go to the Bucks. Like, I wanna here's what I here's what I want. I wanna see his full list and it just be literally every team that has a bona fide superstar on it. Like, I want it to be like Bucks, Nuggets, Lakers, like <laughs> Heat, uh, Phoenix is probably the least of all of them, despite them winning the most games this year. But, like, I, I just wanted to see, like, a team that obviously already has a thing set in stone and working, and those to be all the teams that he wants to go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like my man's, point like, signing up to be the second guy and then being mad when that's what happens. But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, you,
1: like, dude, it's it's what you signed up for, right? And it's like, what did you expect? Exactly. I, I saw a tweet earlier today that was like... <laughs> It, or, you know, after he asked for his trade, somebody was like, Ben Simmons texted Kyrie and was like, It's our team now. And Kyrie <laughs> immediately retired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
2: God,
0: the Ben Simmons uh, stray uh, again. Mm. But, uh, but, all right. that that That's the episode for this week. Mm. Um, if you want to catch me, you catch me at two money bags on Instagram, Twitter. And I'm at evercastro92 on Instagram. You can catch the podcast directly at Diff Animals Pod on the screen with Twitter or emails, Different Animals Podcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained. I will catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.